Okay, so I mentioned something in that meditation about a spiritual code, and that code being the subluxation. Everybody know what a subluxation is? You have a definition for subluxation? Uh, um, it's something in the body, specifically in the vertebral column, that cuts life off from the brain to the body. Okay. I think of it as a bound energy that the body stores because it can't process in that particular moment. And so it stores it so that it can use it later. And so when the chiropractor releases it, allows the person to incorporate and integrate um, the message. So it's potential energy, you're saying. Okay. So that's an interesting idea because we are always 100%. Even if we don't feel 100%, we're 100%. When I've done missions, in the beginning of doing missions, um, people said, just say, more God for the body. And I met my wife on a mission trip in Brazil, and we were in a church, and she said, you know, that doesn't make any sense. More God for the body. I'm like, I'm going to marry that woman. <laughs> um, you know, hey, you need a little feedback in life, right? And I'm in a, you know, in a third world country, and we're really, you know, I want people to understand what's happening. And I'm saying there's more God for your body with your adjustment. They said, there's always 100% God. How do you have more God? They need to have an unbalanced life, unbalanced God. God can't be more or less. God is, right? It didn't make any sense. In that philosophy, okay, is there's potential energy, which means we're still at 100%. The potential for healing of a nervous cutoff, and sometimes we describe that with people as well, right? Now, when we see the nerve, that output in a system going to the liver, the pancreas, the spleen, now your brain's able to talk to it more efficiently than it was before, right? On an EMG scan. So the numbers go up. That's a good thing. So that would mean there is pent up energy, right? Potential energy. So if there's, there are boulders blocking a, a, a waterfall, you remove the, the boulders, the waterfall goes more quickly. Okay? That's a good analogy of that. So an easy way, another one, to describe it, a vertebra out of place affecting the center that affects the nerve in, uh, in the system. Because the subluxation is a vertebra. You, you don't subluxate the, the elbow, but an adjustment of the elbow you know, I, I really feel D.D. Palmer, he was adjusting the, the extremities. And to understand how to adjust extremities is important, but the subluxation is, has to have a nerve component. You can have a vertebra out of place that does not affect the nerve and it's not a subluxation. Good morning. But the subluxation is the vertebra out of place that affects the nerve. Now let's take the subluxation a little farther. And Pasquale taught us you know, it's very, you know, people often say sub means less, lux means light, asian is the expression of that light, what is the expression of light is God, okay? I never liked that. I never liked it at all. And Pasquale always said, not always, he said it once, because I only have to ask once, and you find your answer. He said, remember it also means under. Subterranean, submarine, 
we use that actually more often in our vocabulary, meaning under, right? When you're ready, just come on over, okay? Take your time. And then when we put under there, subluxation, under the light of the expression of the light, under the light of God. And, you know, I said, I get that. How to put, I see it, but I didn't quite understand it myself. You know, it took me years. And very recently, really, I got the message, under the light of God, when we have this subluxation, subluxation and chiropractic was given by a spiritual being to D.D. Palmer, and he said it in 1910, Atkins. A spiritual being. He said, somewhere, I don't remember where we read it, it says, you know, he died 20 years before or something like that. We can go into that history another time. So... I realized the codes, because Pasquale always said we we're receiving codes from these people. And he was always working on his answers too. He didn't really, you know, he's constantly working and understanding the message he was receiving. The codes, what are the codes? Well, DNA is a code, right? We learn that in school, all the different letters, it's not many, that make up this genome that we're in, right? So DNA is a code, our blood types are a code. Um, all sorts of different things. Amber, this is Alexandra. And there are so many different codes in our bodies, right? The chemistry of our saliva is a code to break down food. The chemistry in our, in our stomach or whatever, those are all codes to break down into usable components. But I realized the codes that we're receiving from the body, ASRP, an atlas code. So I know how to go and read the codex and serve this person at their absolute highest. Uh, PR lumbar, a you know, a subluxation in the thoracics, PR S, right? Um, whatever. Think of whatever you know a uh, uh, listing you want to ever think of by any group there is out there, it's all in a code. So we can read it and then act upon it. That's a story. We're reading the people's story. That's a gift from God. To be able to read that code. We're doing so much things so much bigger than we even realize. If we when we get out of the lack consciousness of less expression, when we get into the consciousness of God's code to bring this person to a higher level, uniting the material with the spiritual. D.D. Palmer said that. Man the physical with man the spiritual. Many people say that's misquoted. It's material with the spiritual. When we're dealing in that level, people diagnose the Quran and the, the, uh, you know, the Bibles and every spiritual text, diagnose them down to the, the smallest bit of information putting in numbers for letters to get a new code to understand things mathematically so man can understand it. Man can understand math better. We got a more simple code from God. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, 26 letters. We only use a couple of them in our description from a subluxation and how to adjust that person and their life comes back. They've gotten a reconnection to God. 
And years ago, I had a friend, she used to do her talks with an overhead projector. Projector, you know what that is? It's probably don't even know what that is. But an overhead projector, I still have mine. We know what it is. We know what it is. Back in my day. <laughs> so, <laughs> we had overhead projecting light. So, she used to put the big, the, the Atlas model on top of there and just close a little bit and less light would come through that atlas. Ah, that's a description. But when we get the actual code, ASLA, ASRP, base posterior, whatever it might be, we get the code of, I know how to do it now. I can move it. I've got to enhance my skill. I have to know how to find it. I've got to work on myself. I have to get grounded. I have to be connected to spirit. I really feel that's one of the most important components in chiropractic. Not having to be a, a, you know, a holy roller. You don't have to really, I, I don't think you have to go to church every Sunday but I, or Saturday or whatever you do in synagogues, doesn't matter. But know that there's a higher power that we're dealing with than we perceive in any way as human beings. But we were given a code of how to read and serve the people, the denizens of the earth, to help ease human suffering. Now, this is the second part. What is suffering? Transformation. There you go. You've been listening. <laughs> exactly. Christ had to suffer on the cross. He spent 40 days in meditation and fasting to get closer to God, right? Mount Sinai. He could have done that again, but he needed a next boost up. Suffering means transformation on an earthly plane. When people are going through a lot of stuff, it's usually they're trying to break through something or something's holding them back. Ultimately, you know, Christ said, did the, did the big work for us, and that's a major suffering, right? The Jews in the desert for 40 years in the desert, suffering in the desert. Suffering has been done for us. We don't have to repeat it to that level. A lot of people try to. We are transforming every moment. Pasquale said this, I did the work so you don't have to. They did the work, the ancestors that we have come from did the work so we don't have to. We don't have to be on the cross. We don't have to wander in the desert. We don't have to suffer the ways that the people did in the past. We have that energy and those codes to be where we are right now. We can enjoy, let me tell you, children's, children played in the desert. They kicked balls or whatever they did back way back then. I don't know. Whatever they made them out of. Kicked rocks. Kicked rocks. <laughs> Filled up sheep bladders. Whatever. You know, children had fun. Families were happy. There was love, right? In the times of worst despair, there was still love. We're in a point where we don't know what it is to suffer, and I don't want you to suffer. I do want to have a consciousness that they did the work. I don't have to. The work that Pasquale did, our mentors, are very important They've done work so we don't have to repeat it and we can grow from it. This code stuff, 
Pasquale just said codes. He didn't really explain it to us. He didn't know it himself. He was getting that information. It would have taken me maybe my entire lifetime to even get the thought of a code. But he gave us the codes, start thinking more outside of logic and in spirit, and what do those codes mean? Now he's been dead for eight years, I believe. Forgive me, I'm not really sure. Still getting messages, and what he said, I can't give you the answers. You get your own answers. You've just, you've been zapped. And that zapping means Aha moment. Aha moment. Ten years later. Ah, fifteen years. I get it. I got my answers. Some of his questions he asked forty years ago, he said, I'm just getting answers now. At eighty nine at ninety-eight years old, I sat in front of him and he was in the last days of his life, and he still gave more wisdom. Talking about the corpus callosum, the two hemispheres. And this is what I've gotten from the hemispheres the last days of his life. The hemispheres and the corpus callosum, he said, we have to go under the rainbow. The corpus callosum is the rainbow. And I realized the two hemispheres of the brain are the parting of the Red Sea. And defeating our enemies, we just have to part through what we've already been given and let ourselves go through this journey from the physical to the spiritual. Our enemies are going to be defeated. The ground zero is that earth under the Red Sea. And each hemisphere of the brain is that each side of that Red Sea. And as we come through, we come to Nirvana. We come to our spiritual peace. We find our manna at the end of the rainbow. We're getting towards the pineal gland and we're leaving the pituitary gland who is currently the master gland, which is the phlegm, pituita. From what I understand from, from uh, Pasquale, that is uh, old Latin, it means phlegm. And we're in the phlegm as the pituitary gland. It's currently our master gland. We need to get to the pineal. On this journey, we have to part the roads. We have to have faith coming through. And then we also have to remember, I think it's, is it Phoenicians 106 or? Anyway, it's God talking about people forgetting about the desert, going back to worshiping the idols, going back to assimilating into the other's cultures and forgetting about the journey doesn't take long to forget about the journey. It gets nice and easy. Or we have a moment of lack and say, ah, yeah, I'll do this and degrade my integrity for a moment. Because I am looking for worship of an idol of maybe it's money or, or someone, a need to be liked, right? That happens very often people coming into the office and I just want them to like me. Trust me, I want to be liked too. But you know what? I tell the truth. I told a guy back here the other day, I said, look, they're killing you. You, you got, I got, I want, I'm going to help you. Right? Just giving hope. Trusting in what we have. 
it might have been five generations that went through the the uh, the Red Sea, and you forget about it. Ah, oh, that's my grandmother's story or great grandmother's story, the story of chiropractic. People are saying it's old-fashioned and out of date. Let me tell you, it's far more current than most of the religious philosophies. We are above and beyond. Chiropractic is a thing unto itself with an energy unto itself. Once we take this in full faith, lives transform, we transform, everything transforms around us. Because chiropractic is not the adjustment. It's not the analysis. It's who we are. And I've had people tell me in the past, people we mentor and say, chiropractic doesn't define me. You know, that's my career. Wah, wah, wah. I tell you, that person isn't going to be in their career very long. They're going to be in a work. They're going to turn the crank. You're going to end up with a, a replaced hip, a new shoulder, all those things because you get stuck in what you're doing. It's the ones that truly give up what you think in logic to be real and you allow this faith to happen transformation happens in our lives money starts showing up in your bank account how did this all happen I didn't see that many people how did I get this much money I tell you Roberta and I when I first opened practice I had no idea how did all, all of a sudden we have all this money we didn't see that many people I stopped very very early of counting adjustments and things that I could get with oh that cost me five adjustments I cut that out because spirit is giving me the wealth the adjustments aren't. I'm laughing because when my kids ask for something, I'm like, do you know how many hours I have to work for that? Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. And you know what? That holds us a little bit, and I know the feeling. Because you know how many adjustments I have to do for that, you know? And some of them I gave away because they were homeless or what have you. It's like a running joke now. Yeah, and, and you get it. You get it. Now but, my kids play it on each other. <laughs> but it's also starting to give it up, that. too. And then... We don't see in these structural confines of limitation either. And it just comes. Checks come from, you know, I, we, we turned in our Toyota 4Runner. I didn't really, it, my family is too big for it. And uh, it was a four-year lease. I turned it in after one year. I had equity to, to put into my wife's next car from that lease. And then they sent me another check for 3000 bucks. And that check came right when the hurricanes came, came and we closed for nearly a month. We were only open three days for a month. And you know what? That's, you know, that's a big deal in a chiropractic office. There was no income coming in. But right when I needed it, there was a spiritual check from Toyota. Here's three grand. Hey, I can use the three grand today. God gave me that check, Toyota didn't. When I allow abundance to come, it comes from every direction. Abundance of wisdom, abundance of service, abundance of receiving love, giving love, everything that we can imagine. So this morning, you can feel this is a powerful morning. We had a powerful day yesterday. We are doubling ourselves. <coughs> Not forcing it. But if I don't tell spirit what I want, what I'm ready for, because I could be comfortable where we are the rest of our lives. And it's not about wanting more, it's about serving more. If I could bring more people and myself to that understanding of service, it's a lot more than 
$45 in adjustment. Here's another adjustment. Come here, let me adjust you more so I can get $45 more. And all I'm thinking about is adjusting you for these dollars. Out of that. But I'm serving because God's given me a code I'm able to read. And I'm able to adjust that vertebra. Give it the right input. And the body adjusts it into the proper place. Period. Then we're serving. That is serving. That is serving. If I think of every single adjustment, then I'm, I'm lost. And there are many people lost in this profession. So I ask you, send people to us. We'll bring them to this podcast. We'll bring them to Serving Chiropractic. We'll come up to life. Bring students from life. All around. Drop some letters over at Logan. Okay, we have to set up our talk at Logan. The things you just heard just now has never been spoken in chiropractic, you do realize. Words have not been said out loud. No one has understood this to this level. Squally didn't give us to this level, but I got the message. Mostly, you know, from the teachings of Pasquale, my, who is my main mentor, my mentors of uh, Sigafus, Arno Bernier, and Clarence Jensen. I wouldn't be here at all without all four of them and others. But they've worked very hard so we don't have to, to repeat them, you realize. We can be bigger and go beyond. We don't have to repeat. You learn lessons from history. You move forward from it. Got it? Any questions or any input? Nothing? 